We've all heard the saying, learn to love the process. But why learn to love something? Why not create a process that is easy to love? Welcome to Peace with the Process, where I bring you professionals who specialize in the processes we incorporate to sustain consistent, healthy growth. I believe in learning from others' mistakes and successes. So I also bring on entrepreneurs who have been in the trenches and tell us how they got there and how they got out. I hope you find something in today's episode that you can apply to your own life and that you find your peace with the process along the way. Let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Peace with the Process. Happy New Year. How exciting is this? A whole year down and another one starting. 2021. Depending on how old you are, you've experienced, uh, for me, this will now be my 26th New Year that I've experienced. I'll actually be 26 at the end of this month. Um, you know, there's something about New Year's. They give everybody this sense of a, of a, of a fresh slate you know, a, a brand new beginning that they can get started on. And I think that's great. You know, I, I think it's always great to have points where you can decide that this is, this is a great opportunity for me to start fresh. But let me just remind you of something. You can always start fresh. My pastor was talking about this uh, at church last Sunday. You can always start fresh right where you are. So when you get started on this New Year's resolution that you've got written down and you start getting after it and you're doing great for the first week, two weeks, maybe you even go all of January and into February, but when you slip up, and I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, you may do really good or it may be a very short goal and maybe you don't slip up, you know, but let's just be honest with ourselves and say that the majority of the time, we slip up at least once, at least once when we're trying to, you know, start off with a fresh slate and we're trying to go after a new goal or a new desire or start something new or break a habit or build a habit, whatever it is, we're going to have a bump in the road. So I just want you to understand that you don't have to wait until 2022 to get back up and try again. If you fall short on your New Year's resolutions, on your goals, on your plans, on your structures, whatever you're putting together, just get back up and go back at it. You know, dust yourself off and keep moving. Um, you guys have heard a few of my ups and downs just by getting this podcast started. And the only way that this thing keeps going is if I figure out how to not make that mistake again and keep trucking along with it it's not something i want to give up i thoroughly enjoyed the guests that we've had on the show talking about these conversations sharing these conversations with all of you and everything else behind the scenes right now that i'm building uh, on peace with the process i'm very excited for some of the things that i am going to be planning and putting together for all the listeners and anybody else who follows Peace with the Process to take advantage of in the year of 2020. So some very big plans. I'm not going to go too deep 
into those details. I'm still in the um, in the analyzing stage, so I'm analyzing some of our performances, uh, some of our uh, ups and downs, and things like that that have happened over this last year. So I'll go through an analyzing phase where I'll start, you know, taking a look at how everything went last year and getting some information, some data, um, you know, just some, some hypotheses because a lot of this stuff is, you know, really just based off of, um, there's some, there's some Excel spreadsheets and things like that involved that we've been keeping up with for a good portion of the year, but then a lot of it's just kind of, uh, written entries, uh, that I'll go back and analyze and use a lot of that to determine some of the directions that we're going to take. I already have a few ideas of some of the things I want to do here in 2020 and what I want to share with you guys. But uh, before I do that, I want to make sure I've done my analyzing and evaluating before I go forward with um, our recalibrating. So that's something that we'll talk a little bit about today as well. So before we jump into a little bit of the process perspective, if this is your first time listening to Peace with the Process, we have our normal show that goes on uh, three to four times a month where we interview either an entrepreneur or a specialist uh, in regards to the processes that we're using every single day to continue our healthy growth. So some people are, you know, implementing processes, uh, continuing to use them, and it's trial and error for them. Those are those are a crowd of people that I'll bring on to the show. And then we've got people who have spent a lot of time specializing in a specific niche of the process. So, you know, you've got book readers, you've got uh, fitness gurus, you've got uh, relationship building uh, experts. So there's a lot of different specialists that we're going to talk to on this show, but we're also going to get some information from some entrepreneurs. So that's not this show today. <laughs> this show today is the process perspective. I do this at the first of every month, and what it is is just a peek back at last month. So this is going to be some information about what's going on with Peace with the Process. It's going to be a little bit of what's been going on in my life, some of the processes that I've had to deal with uh, or that I've had to, you know, kind of configure or adjust or whatever it might be. And then I also want to kind of do a recap of our guests and some of the takeaways that I have, my perspectives on them. I love to hear your guys' perspectives. So whenever I drop the teaser video for this episode, so if you're listening to it right now, that means I've already dropped it. Go to Facebook, look up Peace with the Process. It's the Facebook page. Find that teaser video and comment on there. What are some perspectives that you had over this last month? You know, challenge something that I'm saying here on today's podcast or um, drop in some of your own perspectives from some of the guests that we've had on the show. Let me know about something, a process that you've tried to put into practice and it didn't work out or it did work out or you made this tweak and it worked even better. I want to talk with you guys about this. That's the whole reason I'm doing this is to find more like-minded individuals. I know you guys are out there. I know you guys are working hard. Uh, don't forget about relationships. This thing is very important. I know that the ideal is to have people, um, you know, one-on-one, face-to-face that you can interact with. I think most of us think that that would be ideal. And, you know, I may just be speaking for myself, but the, you know, the error of the, of the cyber relationships 
It, it took some getting used to for me. I'll definitely say that. I've joined a, a master group called the Iron Council, um, and you just don't quite have the exact same connection with people when you're just getting connected over uh, over the internet, you know, over Zoom calls and things like that. Um, but the Iron Council does do a very good job of uh, of providing a great place to get involved. So I'm wanting to create something similar for you guys uh, for peace with the process and have more individuals and have just a different take than maybe what the Iron Council probably brings, but have that put together for uh, people like us who are continuing to grow uh, men and women and entrepreneurs and lifestyle creators. And, you know, there's just a dedication. And those are the kind of people that I want to get involved with. So if you're that kind of person, head over to Facebook, look up the Peace with the Process Facebook group, and submit your entry to be uh, added to that private Facebook group. It is private. I do ask that you fill out all the questions before submitting your entry, because if you don't, I'll send you a message and ask you to fill out the questions, uh, or I just won't, uh, I won't submit you into the group. So that's just kind of point blank. You know, I want people who are dedicated to growing in here. I want people who are willing to get involved in conversations and see where they go and benefit other people give more than they take. So those are some of the things that I've carried over from the last year. Obviously, you guys have heard me talk about this a lot. I want to thank everybody for their ratings and reviews on the show. Thank you very, very much. If you haven't left a rating and review on the show yet, please do so. Just take a second now to put this episode on pause and head over and leave us a rating and review. I love to hear your guys' feedback, um, and I really appreciate that. Another thing that I just started uh, with Chase's episode, so our last episode, is our um, it's our insider's access emails. So if you're interested in receiving an email, it's going to have your links to the show. So you can hop on there, get your link to Spotify or get your link to uh, Apple Podcasts and immediately go to the show as soon as it comes up. So Central Standard Time, that's 6 a.m. every Tuesday. You're going to get the email at exactly the same time that the uh, that the podcast opens up. Now I know Apple Podcasts gives you a notification. Spotify might give you a notification as well. And that's cool. You might be busy that early in the morning or maybe you're not even awake at that point in the morning. But what you can do is you can pull up that email. You can go and listen to the podcast by using those links or you can scroll down just a little bit further, get a brief description with a, uh, an image of who our guest is for that day. And then you're going to have our guests, all of our guests information. So you're going to have his or hers um, information. So, you know, you're going to have the links to their Instagram, their Facebook, their, um, Twitter, you know, their websites. I'm going to be putting that on there so you can check them out, have a look into them a little bit, uh, before or after you listen to the episode. I'm also going to include any gifts, promos, tools, resources that were talked about or not talked about on today's episode and provide that to you in that email without you having to listen to the podcast. So you guys may be aware that there's a few uh, times where I'll give out a promo code or we'll do some sort of a uh, giveaway and you're required to listen to the episode to get whatever the code is or to find out whatever it is you need to do to win. If you uh, sign up for these insider emails, then you are going to get that information emailed directly to you. 
you don't have to listen to the full episode. Obviously, that's kind of a, um, that doesn't do me any benefit to provide that information to you without you having to actually listen to the the podcast episode. But I do feel that it's something that uh, you guys can definitely benefit from because I know a lot of times you can get a lot of this information, the tools and things that our guests offer, but it's going to require you to uh, go to my website or go to their website and do some digging around and find that information. And I want to provide it to you uh, directly to you. That way you don't have to do a lot of looking around. If you're uh, like me, if uh, if we're all like-minded individuals, we've got a lot of things going on and searching through the uh, internet to find a podcast uh, guest's information may not be at the very top of your list and it could very easily get overlooked. I want to send it directly to you. So how do you get this email? Uh, how do you get this insider access email? Go to the website. That's peacewiththeprocess.com. Now, I know what you're thinking. You just told me I wasn't going to have to go to any websites. Okay, look, this is the this is the only time. Go to the website, peacewiththeprocess.com. Scroll all the way down to the bottom, and you will see the subscription feature in there. Fill it out. I'll get you subscribed to those emails, and they will be only be sent to you on Tuesdays at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time so that you can have all your insider access features and details. So, You'll also notice that those tools and resources are some things that I'll be including on the emails, and I am going to be building another page on my website for all of the tools, uh, resources, you know, things that our guests have talked about, things that maybe we haven't talked about, but all the links and everything. Basically, the show notes. <laughs> I know everybody's kind of using that term. Um, you know, basically, I'm going to be including all the show notes on the website. Uh, I'm going to call it resources. So you'll be able to go in there and click in there and scroll down and go through each one of our guests that we've had on the show and check out all the resources that they have available to you as a listener of Peace with the Process. So those might be uh, discounts. Um, if you're not signed up for the, uh, the emails, then it'll just have a link to the episode that you have to listen to to get discount codes. Um, but it'll all be packaged up in there right in there for you. Again, the easiest way to get all the information you need to win gifts, get uh, information about promos, uh, all your links to the tools and resources from our guests on the daily uh, episodes or, you know, the Tuesday episodes that we do. Go to the website, peaceoftheprocess.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom and fill out the subscription for the insider's access emails so that you can get that information emailed directly to you the minute that the podcast is uploaded. All right. Terrific. Okay, guys. <laughs> so now I'm going to go into and give you guys just a little bit of information about how Peace with the Process is doing. So I think we only did an update about two months ago, so the information is not going to be too, too different. Um, but something that I want to share with you guys is, give me just a second here while I get all of this information pulled up. I don't remember the exact number of people that we had available on, or I'm sorry, the number of countries that we had that were listening to Peace with the Process, but I am extremely excited. Let's take a look here. Okay, so the last time we checked in on this, obviously the majority of our listeners are coming from the United States. Um, but we've got listeners in uh, Italy, United Kingdom, Canada, Russia, Singapore, Australia, Germany, 
and Puerto Rico. And I think that's where we left off the last time that we did this little update on how Peace with the Process podcast is doing. So we have gained three additional countries to our listeners uh, list. And that is going to be, uh, I believe how you pronounce this is uh, Meridia. Uh, M-A-U-R-I-T-I-U-S. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, go over to the Facebook post that I dropped the teaser on for this and let me know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I believe it's Meridia, Meridius. Uh, and then we've got Mexico. I was surprised that that one came in a little later than some of the other countries that we've got on here, but we've got Mexico on there. Uh, and we've got the uh, Philippines are on there as well. So we've added three new countries to the uh, the total countries that are listening to uh, peace with the process so that's it's very amazing um the majority of our listeners are listening on apple podcasts um and then we've also got our uh, our age demographic for the show so i was actually a little surprised i think it started off with the majority of our listeners being in the age range of 23 to 34 well we've actually seen an increase in the 28 to 34 range at around 49% of our listeners uh, being in that age range. And then we've got uh, 18 to 22 has shot up to 36%, which leaves a small little gap in between there, which is the 23 to 27 age range, which is down as low as 7%. So I don't know, guys, what do you think? Do you think there's a 23 to 27 age range where maybe some people are uh, looking for something a little bit different, or maybe it's, uh, it's, they're starting to figure out whether or not they're ready for this whole growth thing, or, you know, maybe it's, maybe we're asking a little too, a little bit too much. Maybe there's too much uh, involved in, in trying to grow myself. And, you know, maybe they're looking to kind of coast for a neck for the next couple of years. I think what some, what do some people call that? Like a, uh, like an off year. Um, Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But I was surprised to see that uh, the 18-year-olds, 18 to 22, were some, of the, uh, were some of our demographic that was a lot larger than uh, 23 to 27. So I'm curious. What's your take on it? What do you think happened to our, uh, our 23 to 27 age range there? Which is funny because that's, that's my age range. <laughs> I'll be 26 at the end of this month, and that's one of our lowest demographics. So... Uh, I think it's great that the show appeals to um, individuals who are both older and younger than myself, and I'm uh, I'm excited to see how that changes over the course of 2021. So let me know what your thoughts are on that. I'd like to hear about it. Um, and I don't think it's too much of a surprise. The majority of our listeners are uh, men uh, at about 90%, and then we've got about 6% uh, of our listeners are uh, women. Now, you're probably asking, hey, there's a whole 4% in there that's uh, that we're missing. Yes, that's because we've got uh, sections in there that are not specified. Uh, and just to kind of give you some insight, those are all uh, insights from uh, our Spotify analytics. So like I said, the majority of our listeners are listening to Apple Podcasts. So we do have about uh, 20% of our listeners who are listening from Spotify. And out of that 20% is uh, where those statistics are coming from. So take that with a grain of salt. Uh, Apple is still working on their analytics page. They've got a beta version that I'm looking through right now, um, but they're still working on the analytics page. So I will be um, 
being able to get some more details about some of our listeners on that side as well. So just wanted to share a little bit with you guys about how Peace with the Process is doing so far. If you want to keep up with all of that, of course, check us out on Facebook at Peace with the Process uh, Facebook page. If you're interested in being involved in a group of people like those, um, like the guests that we have on the show, uh, then head on over to the Facebook group. Same thing, Peace with the Process Facebook group. Uh, Sign up to become a member and fill out those questions. You can also check out the website, peacewiththeprocess.com, where I'm uploading all of our uh, episodes. So you can go there and look at all the recent episodes and get you a listen there through Spotify. Or you can head over uh, and check out some of the uh, blog articles that I've done. I've done uh, one so far, and I'm looking forward to doing several more for all of you uh, coming into 2021. So let's go ahead and get started with today's process perspective. So I know I've just kind of given you guys a whole bunch of uh, details, a couple of thoughts, a couple of opinions, but now what I want to tell you guys about is some personal things that I've had going on over the last month, um, as well as some takeaways from our guests that we had on there. So one of the biggest things that I've realized, and uh, I alluded to this in my last episode where I talk about how I was getting ready to pack up and head out for Colorado. Well, I just got back. Uh, today is Monday recording this video. The episode will release tomorrow on Tuesday. So we just got back from Colorado. Let's see, Friday night. Yeah, we spent, we drove out there on Monday, spent 12 hours there and uh, had the full day, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and uh, then woke up on Friday morning and left out. So, amazing trip, for starters. I've never seen that much snow. I don't get out too much uh, during the winter. I was happy to have gotten an opportunity to drive up to Colorado for just after Christmas and catching some of the New Year's, uh, things like that. We climbed up uh, Manitou Incline and one of the trails next to it, so Bar Trail, um, it was really great. I've got some pictures on my Instagram if you want to go take a look at those. But it was an amazing trip. One of the things that I came into this trip thinking that I was going to do is I was thinking that I was going to stick to my uh, my routine every morning. You know, So Monday, that worked fine. I was driving the whole day. So there, of course, there were a few things that I wasn't able to get done because I was driving. Um, now I have a, a goal daily which is to drink a certain amount of water that wasn't hard again i was driving i was drinking some water and um my wife being pregnant we were making several bathroom stops anyways so that worked out in my favor but you know of course there's a few things where i wasn't able to to read because i drove the whole the, the whole trip up there i wasn't able to take my nap obviously because i drove all the way up there but you know there were a few things that uh were they weren't under my non-negotiable items on my routine um and we've talked a little bit about this before but there um there were some things that i wanted to make sure that i was getting done during our time there in colorado and one of those was waking up early you know i wanted to make sure i was doing my morning routine so i would wake up early in the morning i would uh lay down on the uh on the floor do some yoga I'd do some prayer, and then I would start doing a little bit of work on Peace with the Process uh, with my iPad that I had with me. So I did that on Monday and Tuesday. 
barely on Tuesday. So I was kind of kicking myself in the rear for not completely getting it, um, getting my morning routine done on Tuesday morning. You know, I felt good about it on Monday morning. I was up real early. I got some time to kind of just enjoy sitting in some silence. Um, but I will say when we went out, it was a long day. Uh, we did a lot of walking around. We did some hiking, like I said. And when it came time to wake up at the same time the next morning, I was probably about 30, 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes waking up late than I was the day before. So there's this gradual decline of me sticking to uh, my routine during vacation. Okay, so then the next day, we uh, I'm trying to think of what we did on Wednesday. I think we did a lot of shopping around maybe. Or maybe that was the day that we did some of the hiking. I don't really remember. But we did, uh, we did a lot of walking around. Again, another really long day. And, and you got to think, you know, you're, you're outside of your, your usual uh, surroundings. So your brain is operating a lot faster as well. So I was getting tired. Okay. Now, this isn't, this is an excuse. It's, it's not an excuse to tell you why I wasn't able to get some things on my routine uh, checked off during a vacation setting, but it's as I started to look around and realize that I was getting upset with myself for not checking off these items and having that feeling of being upset while I was on vacation didn't seem to mix, you know, it didn't seem to mix match because it seemed ridiculous that a time that I had dedicated and spent a lot of money toward relaxing and enjoying myself and really just having a time of to do what it is I wanted to do and spend time with some friends. And I realized there has to be a stopping point or a slowing down point on our growth journey. I won't even I won't, I'll never say it's a stopping point. I don't think we should ever stop growing. So I'll retract that statement. But I do think that there are points where we need to slow down. I have that problem. I've spoke about that several times before. Now I may be only speaking to myself when I'm talking on today's episode because I don't know if anybody out there has issues with uh, with relaxing when when they should be and instead they're pushing themselves there. Uh, urging themselves to commit to more or to do more or you know to 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 keep performing i'm sure there are plenty of you out there um so that's something that i've had to, that i had to realize over that vacation you know i wrote a journal entry uh, about it and i have to be okay with it i have to be okay with setting aside this growth journey that I've got, setting aside this routine that I've developed and the analytics that I've put behind it to, uh, to help with my most uh, functioning, with my most uh, high-performing day-to-day, and i got to set it to the side. You know, I really have to make sure that when I relax, I relax. Because if I don't, what that ends up doing is it ends up making me upset because I wasn't uh, I wasn't as committed to my routine as I thought I would be, which then in turn, um, you know, gives mine and my wife's relationship a little bit of a rough edge, or it gives mine and my friends who were with me on the trip a little bit of a rough edge. You know, maybe they wanted to stay up a little bit later, and instead I was going to bed pretty early, or, you know, maybe they uh, they didn't care to hear me stomping around at 
five o'clock in the morning, you know? So I don't know, you know, there's, there's things that you got to take into consideration. There's a lot of give and take. That's part of peace with the process. It's, you know, really think about how your decisions are affecting your mood, energy, um, you know, your ambition level and your relationships, health, you know, the, the four main, the relationships, uh, self-health and wealth. How are your decisions and actions throughout your day affecting those four areas? And is there anything that's dropping that maybe shouldn't be? So that's something that I had to realize was um, I can't continue to push this growth journey when I should be relaxing, when I should be spending time with my friends. So ultimately, my self goals were getting in the way of my relationship goals. That's what it came down to. Um, so I want to give you guys a little bit of insight on that. If anyone who's listening to this show is struggling with maybe pushing just a little bit too hard, you know, take it easy. If you have time set aside to be spending with uh, friends or family, or maybe it's time set aside to work on your health, you know, take it easy. Uh, I think when we when we push ourselves too much, that's when we get burnout. And then when we get burnout, we start getting all these questions that come up in our head. You know, why am I even doing this? Uh, what is this all for? Where is this leading me to? Get back, get connected with your values. What do you value in your relationships, in yourself, in your health, and in your wealth? And any goals that you have, you know, write goals down for each one of those areas. And anytime you have those questions that pop up in your head, you can follow the trail. You know, you're going to say, okay, why am, I, uh, why am I taking this vacation? Well, this vacation is a goal of mine under my self category. And in my self category, for my values, I can see that I prioritize relaxing when I'm supposed to be relaxing. And taking a break when I'm supposed to be taking a break instead of continuing to push and burn myself out. I can also look and see that, hey, this vacation includes other people. So there's a relationship aspect involved. What are some of my values under relationships you know, that I will show support and respect to my family and friends because they are my support network? Um, and they respect me and they respect my time. So I need to respect their time as well and make sure that I'm not putting anybody at an inconvenience because of my desire to continue to grow. So that's one of the experiences that I had. And then, you know, that kind of comes down to my second point on one of the experiences that I've had. It's when to recalibrate your journey. So we already talked a little bit about this whenever I kind of dove into um, the New Year's resolutions. But I think, like I said, I'm not going to knock New Year's resolutions unless you're making a New Year's resolution and you're failing to keep going with it. Like if you're if you fail your New Year's resolution and then you wait for the next New Year's to make another resolution and then you fail it and then you wait for the next year. Those are the resolutions I have a problem with. But if you're setting a New Year's resolution because, hey, it's a new year, I've got a good clean slate, as long as you're not waiting for the new year to come, then that's great. You know, that's fine. Let's go ahead. Let's, let's use this new year as a way for us to do some recalibrating of where we're at. Um, where are we, which direction are we headed? You know, that's important. I've actually got it set up so that each quarter I do some reviewing 
and some evaluating, and then there may be some recalibrating. So I know for sure there's going to be some recalibrating this uh, at the start of this year because I've kind of I've already done a few uh, review sessions. I do a review session at the end of every week, and then I do like an evaluation plus a review of the entire quarter. So that's where we're at right now. And I think this uh, I think recalibrating should happen at least every quarter. I think you should be reviewing often. You should be doing an evaluation of all your reviews. I would say, I don't know, you could do it biweekly. You could do it monthly. Um, you know, but then you could even do it quarterly like I do. Uh, and then you can recalibrate at the same time. That's completely up to you. But I do think that those are three aspects of um, your growth journey that you definitely want to start finding out. Are you reviewing your performance? You're, you're about to set goals. If you're doing, if you're doing some new year's goals or, or setting some new goals now, just because it's a good starting point, make sure that you are reviewing your progress, that you're reviewing your, um, your successes and your failures along this way, review them, review them, review them, review them, and then evaluate that. Okay. Evaluate why were some of your successes successes you know what were some of the uh, external circumstances or some of the internal circumstances that led to that success and same thing goes for your failures evaluate them and then you want to recalibrate but let me make sure that i put an emphasis on you're not going to recalibrate every single day or every single week you may not even recalibrate every month okay so when we recalibrate, we're recalibrating because we had a goal, we had a plan, we were reviewing our progress, we were evaluating that progress, and then we can recalibrate. But to, re- but to have enough time to go by for reviews and evaluations of whatever it is we've been doing, whatever this goal is that you've had, you need to have enough time for you to actually see which direction you're going. Are you are you declining? Are you inclining? Are you going into the direction that you were actually wanting to go? Are you seeing some of the results that you wanted to see? Or are you seeing opposite results? Make sure you stick in there long enough before you change directions. Stick with it long enough to find out which direction you're going. And it needs to be very clear to you which direction you're going, not just a projection, okay? I would typically say definitely don't recalibrate any sooner any sooner than a month. That's just my take on it. All right. If you've got a goal that you're working for uh, that you expect to hit in a week, you probably won't need to recalibrate at all. But if you've got some long-term goal, which I hope you do, I hope everybody has some long-term goals, um, recalibrate. You can recalibrate monthly, but I say that with a grain of salt. Depends on what the goals are, but I would say no less than monthly. Um, or I would say no, I'm sorry, I would say no No earlier than monthly. So don't do it daily or weekly, but monthly is fine, okay? It, depending on the goal that you have. I would say quarterly is best. That's just, uh, that's my opinion. You could do quarterly, or you could even do it uh, just every two months. So like I said, just a month, a month would be your, your earliest. And then a quarter is great. 
you would probably you would probably want to make sure that you're looking at how you might recalibrate um, after a quarter because you might be going down the wrong path for too long. So I would say no no longer than a quarter. So no longer than three months worth of you going after this goal, going after this dream, whatever it is you're you're doing, whatever it is that you're starting this year off wanting to do. Make sure you are reviewing and evaluating. So here's just here's here's my personal my personal take on that. You review weekly, you evaluate monthly, and you recalibrate quarterly. Okay? That's that's how I do it. I'm I'm very excited to see uh, you know what my what my recalibration is going to look like and uh, what my review is going to look like for this last quarter in total. Uh, I thoroughly enjoy the analytics involved because I know that I'm making progress. If you don't have something to look at, how do you know how far along it is on on the path? You know. Um, that may be a lot for some people, but one of the first steps is getting clear about what you value. And if you're not sure about what you value, head on over to peacewiththeprocess.com and check out the first article that I wrote called, What Do You Value? And get an idea for where you can get started on your goals, because you want to make sure that whatever goals you're building this year, that they all point back to something you truly care about. If you just happen to create a goal because you saw your neighbor or your friend or whatever on Facebook decided to do something and it looks cool to you, but it really doesn't connect with anything that ha- that's going on in your life, you're not going to stick with it and you're going to be wasting your time doing it. Uh, you know, because you're going to stop, you're going to drop out, and you're going to decide, hey, this is dumb. Uh, it's not for me. I just thought it looked cool, but I really don't care for it enough to continue to push with whatever dedication it's going to take um, to get you better at it. And you're going to drop out of it, and then you're going to th- start thinking, okay, what do I really want to do? What do I want to substitute this time with? Or, worst case scenario, you fall back into mediocrity, and you don't want that to happen. So just some of my personal advice. Let's jump into this year with a good understanding of what we value. That way, all these new goals and these new things that you want to start doing this year have meaning. Make sure that they have meaning. Okay? If you're interested in uh, in doing a little one-on-one, you can reach out to me on our, on our website, and uh, there is an opportunity to contact me. So you can do that, and you know we can go over it. We can make sure that you're starting your year off right. Um, the values is just one area. And then we've also got the routines. So those are, those are kind of my, my two specialties there. So we can get real solid on what you value, have that written up and use it as a point of reference. That way, whenever you decide to start making some progress and getting some growth toward what you really want to accomplish this year in 2021, you will have a good solid set of values. The next thing is, is if you ever expect to grow, you need to manage your time. It is more important than how you manage your money. Because if you poorly manage your time, you will have no money. <laughs> Point blank. You always have, well, I won't say you always have, but you have a finite amount of time, right? 
even right now, you're spending your time doing something. It may be productive, and you may need to be doing that. I, I think that listening to podcasts is an, a valuable use of my time, especially when I can be doing something else while I'm listening to it. Um, and you may be driving. You may be in a commute. Whatever you're doing right now may be a good use of your time, but is everything you do a good use of your time? Or are you spending your time, is it, is it being wasted away? So we can get really clear on that as well. Now I'll dive into that on another episode. But now I want to go ahead and take a shift for today's episode. I want to shift back over to our overview of what our guests had going on. Now I realize this is a very long episode today. But I think it's fitting because of the new year that we get into a few different topics and kind of see where it takes us. But I do want to go ahead and go over some of the takeaways. I think we had some amazing guests during last month. I just want to go ahead and say uh, as resources for getting started in a brand new year, right? So first we had, you know, building trust with Robin Dreek. I'm taking his course. I took a break from that while I was on vacation and for the holidays. I'm going to be picking back up on that. You can get his discount code um, by listening to the episode and go out there and check out his uh, People Formula pro uh, program that he's got for building trust. It's an amazing program. Um, I definitely get more than what I get from a conversation with him on our podcast. So he tells you that he's got several resources where you can go and listen to some of the uh, conversations that he has um, and, and things like that and what he calls death by Robin because he's, he's really talking a lot about the things that he uh, does in the course. But you're going to get even more. So, I mean, without giving away too much, you're going to hear a lot about his background as a, a, at the Central Intelligence Agency, or I'm sorry, at the uh, FBI. And you're going to hear a lot about his background there at the, at the FBI for the Behavioral Analysis Program, uh, recruiting spies and things like that. We didn't talk about that a lot on the show, but he goes into um, some really good detail on in his courses whenever you take those. I guess that depends on which course you're taking. I'm taking the flagship course, so I think that's probably the most inclusive course that you can take. Um, but that discount code he gives us, I think it's uh, I think it's thirty. I think it's thirty percent off. You have to go back and listen to the episode to double check. That's a great, great one. I mean, that's a really good discount. So I wanted to make sure I was getting a, a good discount for a really good course, and it is. It's an amazing course. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, check it out. Um, there's just some really great information in there about how to start building trust with other people. So if what you do centers around, um, you know, whether that's networking or just relationships, I, I mean, and point blank, relationships are always going to be at the center of what you do. Because simply put, if you're selling something, you got to have someone to buy it. You know, that's it. Uh, Robin and I had similar views on this. He said, you know, if if you're not any good at relationships, you might as well be alone uh, on top of a mountain. I said, if you're the last person on the earth, nothing would matter because there would be no one around to appreciate you for what you've done or to benefit from what you've done. So relationships are important. Make sure you're starting off this new year with goals for your relationships. Robin's course is an amazing start to start strengthening your relationships, to start building relationships. So check that one out. 
And then we've also got uh, taking small steps toward our ideal lifestyle. Uh, that was on uh, Tommy Baker's episode. So he does a lot of the mindset shifts and you know asking our, ourselves questions to try to get that ideal lifestyle picture in our head. And that's a, that's a really great way. And I think it's actually very well coupled with um, the four value areas. So relationships, self-health, and wealth. So think about those things when you're thinking about what your ideal lifestyle is going to look like in the next five years. Okay, so, so sit still, close your eyes, unless you're driving. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. And just try to picture what you want to be doing in the next five years. It can be as crazy as you can think of, okay? And just picture that. And picture what do your relationships look like? What do you feel like? How have you grown? How do you look? Think about what your health is like. What are you capable of? What do you do on a daily basis to continue that health? Uh, and think about your wealth. How are you making money? What are you doing with your money? What is your money doing for you? Think about those. There's a ton of more questions that we could go into, but those are just a few things to get you started on a five-year vision. You know, Tommy talks about figuring out what that vision is and then reverse engineering it all the way down to what is the what is one thing you can do today to start making that picture a reality? It's not hard. It really isn't. If you have if one of your biggest things on your five-year dream is to be a millionaire, one thing that you can do right now is go put a dollar in your savings account. Go, go put a dollar in your savings account. I mean, that's one minute thing. He talks about it may be so small that he's gonna that you're gonna look at us and be like, "Hey, is this really gonna do anything for my dream?" It may not do as much as five dollars. But it's doing way more than if you put $0 in there, okay? Because at the end of the year, you're going to have $365. That's more toward the $1 million than you had if you never put anything in it. So obviously, you get smarter over those 365 days. Or maybe you get a little bit richer. Or whatever it is that you see yourself doing in five years, do something toward that. That's where your goal creation comes into play, okay? So how, whatever you envision for your relationships, start doing something very small every single day for your relationships. Text your friends. Give them a phone call. Shoot them a personalized email. Um, you know, Show up and hang out with somebody you haven't talked to in a long time. That may not be something you can do every day, but you get the, you get the, you get the gist. You understand where I'm going. Uh, for yourself, read a book, you know? 15 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day. Read a book about a sp specific interest you have or a career field that you're interested in. Watch videos on YouTube. I know I've spoke a lot about how social media and movies and stuff like that can be one of your biggest distractions, but I've also said that we've had guests on the show talk about getting a degree from the University of YouTube. I thoroughly agree with that. I have a partial degree at the University of YouTube just from everything that we've been doing with this podcast. Um, it's a great source for free information. So digest information. I'll just leave it at that. Digest information every single day for your health. Choose something healthy over something crappy. I mean, like I'm like I said, the smaller you break this down, 
the easier it's going to be to make progress toward your goal. Tommy and I share a, um, we share the vision that you should be able to grow without sacrificing your physical or mental health, without sacrificing your relationships. So you don't need to drop your head, stop spending all your money, or, you know, stop spending any money, you know, basically penny pinch for 12 months, put your head down and bull charge your goals because that's not what's going to get you there especially if your goal is going to take five years to accomplish or if it's going to take three years to accomplish that may be scary to you three years till i get this five years till i get this so i have to go through some sort of pain in order to get this glory at the end ultimately yes but it doesn't have to be as painful as what you're thinking about right now because that would just be ridiculous it would, it would, that would, that would literally, that would be ridiculous. Some of the things that some people do is ultimately like, like putting themselves in prison for five years for a reward that may not even be anywhere close to what they want five years from now. How many things change from what you want over just one year? make sure you're writing things down and you could answer that question for yourself if you're not writing things down. So if you don't journal or anything like that, you really don't know how much you've changed since the last year. That's a very important thing because if you have a goal that's going to take you five years to get to it, you might want to start thinking about where you may be at mentally in five years. Is this going to be something that has stuck with you over the past five years? Think about it. That's why I love. That's why I love to analyze uh, my day to day. I love to journal, and I love to do reviews and recalibrations. Make sure I'm staying on a route that is good for where I'm at mentally today. That's that's all it comes down to, and it requires a little bit of self discipline, self control, um, but it's fun. It's extremely fun whenever you start breaking it down. So. And then we also had just our most recent episode with Chase Tuning, A Healthy Start. Again, another great, uh, a great episode and a great guest for a new year, thinking about some of your health choices that you can start making. So drinking more water. Of course, if you listen to the episode, you'll know that we dug really deep into what it what kind of water we should probably be drinking, how much of it, when we should be drinking it. Uh, but we also wanted to make sure to clarify for some of our listeners who may be just getting into the self-growth journey that you don't have to do all the specifics just getting started. Just pick up a water bottle and drink it today, right now. Pull over on the side of the road if you're in your car and go to the gas station and get a bottle of water instead of a soda. That's all you have to worry about right now. And then later on, once you've replaced all your soda with waters, then you can start looking at, okay, what's the best kind of water for me? What's the best time for me to drink water? What's the best temperature for me to drink water at? You know, you can play around with it. That's fun for me. <laughs> it may not be for you, um, but that's fun for me. That's, that's why I do this. That's why I talk about this kind of stuff. So, we, we talk about uh, the water you drink. We talk about the kind of sleep that you need, um, making sure that you're getting consistent sleep. Again, that's probably your best place to get started, just consistent sleep. And then we dig into a little bit more about, uh, you know, making sure you're getting a good mattress. Uh, you know, he kind of 
he kind of helped solidify that concept for me. I wasn't necessarily so sure that your mattress really mattered all that much, but after talking to Chase, you know, he does put it into perspective. I've heard the phrase, I think you spend a third of your life in bed, um, you know, but hearing Chase mention it along with some of uh, some of the other information that he's had from some of the guests that he's spoken with uh, and some of his own experience really helps put it into perspective. You know, I think that's definitely something that we'll be looking into. Well, I know, because once we move into our house, uh, we'll be getting a new mattress anyway. The, the one we're on now needs to just, it needs to go. <laughs> it needs to go. Uh, we've got a dog and a cat, and when we get into this new house, uh, I don't think either one of them will be allowed in our bedroom. I'll just leave it at that. And um, so, you know, there's some really great ways to just get your 2021 20, year started off. Like I said, all three of our guests were really great guests to to get the year started off with and the resources. So, Again, bear with me. Uh, I'm hoping to have it done by the end of this week. I'll have that resources page done up on the website so that you can go there and you can check out what Tommy Baker has going on. You can check out what Chase Tuning has to offer for you. And you can check out what uh, what Robin Drake has to offer for you. And I'll go back uh, even further, but I'll probably go ahead and just I'll launch the page with those three on there and then I'll start making additions to it. Um, that way we get everybody that we've had on the show before and then we'll just pick up and keep adding to it from every guest we have on the show this year. Well, to 2021, everybody, I'm extremely excited for all that we are going to accomplish. I want to hear about what you accomplished this year. So leave us a rating and review. Maybe even put some of that, uh, some of your goals in the review that you put. Uh, go ahead and head on over to Facebook and comment on today's teaser video and tell us what some of your goals are for the year. Tell us what some of the lessons you learned from last year, uh, or let's just debate a little bit about today's episode. Did you hear something that you didn't agree with, or did you hear something that you think might need to be tweaked? Let's get into some conversation because I want to talk to you guys that like you, people who listen to these types of podcasts. And I want to thank you for choosing this podcast as one to listen to. So, all right, guys, let's get to it. 2021. It's going to be a heck of a year. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Peace with the Process.